0: Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we had lots of fun with our Halloween candy and scaring the little did. children. And
0: <laughs> We did not. Well, I did not. I don't know what you did.
1: I'm not saying a word.
0: <laughs> I was a good witch for Halloween, thank you very much.
1: Well, in the last episode, I was a bad witch, so I guess I can scare the little children.
0: It was a very rainy, very cold Halloween here. So.
1: Yeah, it was windy here, too. The The winds were quite high.
0: Yeah, not very auspicious for trick-or-treating for the kitties, unfortunately.
1: We have a couple of announcements, and we also have a demonstration as well as an interview. So we shall proceed.
0: We absolutely shall. And it is November. So we are getting closer to our November free class. And there's a couple things you need to remember about the upcoming free event number one is it is not the last thursday of the month that seems to have become our thing hosting the last thursday of the month however the last thursday of this month i for one am going to be in a nice ham mashed potato sweet potato casserole coma so i don't know about the rest of you guys but that's where i intend to be and watching macy's parades and lovely things like that so there will be no class for us on thursday the 28th because it is thanksgiving here in the States. So class, instead, will be on Thursday, November 21st, 2019. And we have something fun planned for this one. For the last two years, we have made it a point to do kind of holiday-ish fun things for the November class. No pressure, no real huge technical thing that we're going to talk about. We want to make it fun, and we want to make it integral to your holiday plans so this time chris and i are going to do a few of our favorite things or in this case a few of our favorite shopping sites and we want to focus specifically on how you can support small business in your holiday shopping i'm already planning this i'm already kind of forming a mental outline and i'm getting very excited about many things that i'm going to share with you so we'll probably have a dozen or so and i know he has a few and i definitely have a few so we're going to share some of the ways that you can support small business owners smaller companies this holiday season and share with your loved ones. And class, fortunately, is early enough to allow you not only to take advantage before the holidays, but to take advantage before the Big Black Friday sales. So if you find something that interests you during class, I encourage you to sign up for site newsletters, and mailing lists, and things like that well in advance of that next week. Because we know that after class time, Black Friday will be quickly approaching. And I have heard that a lot of businesses are going to, in fact, begin their big holiday madness about a week in advance. So around the time we do class will be about the time that some retailers probably begin doing this, even some of the small businesses that we're going to talk about in class. So I'm really looking forward to this one. This will be fun. The other class-related announcement is, and it's a little early, but you need to remember this, this will be our last class of 2019. No more paid or free events for the rest of the year after November, because December comes and we're all thinking about Christmas and Hanukkah and Yule and all the other holidays that we celebrate in the wintertime. So there will be no more classes, no paid classes or free ones in December. So 11 months of the year, we hold our free class. December is the exception to that rule.
1: Absolutely. And in order to subscribe to the mailing list, you can do that on the main webpage at mysticaxis.com. It wants your first name, your last name, the lists that you want to join, either the Mystic Access news list or the events list, and a consent checkbox, and you will hit subscribe. Now, if you're already on the mailing list, you don't have to resubscribe every time you send a contact form in. or. Please don't. (laughs) So we we have seen that where people will contact us, and every time they contact us, they will resubscribe. Right. You don't it's need not, to do that. You're already right. there. It's not necessary. You're already there.
0: Unless you have a new email address to which you wish to subscribe to a list, then don't resubscribe. There's no point. If, however, you are a podcast listener who feels, gee, you're sending out newsletters? I haven't gotten a newsletter from y'all in forever. Please, 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 please get in touch with us and let us know that you're not getting it because... We'd like to know that because especially on our news list, we have had probably 30-35 people who have been bouncing regularly, and after about three times, it takes you off the list. So many of you have now disappeared from the list, and we're not going to name names on the podcast, but if you feel like you're someone who had an email address that was subscribed and now you don't use it, or whatever the case may be, please get in touch with us. Let us know that, hey, I was on your list, I was getting your newsletters, etc. Now I am not. because we. We know some of you are in fact customers and you were on the newsletter list and you were responsive to that and placing orders and responding and chatting with us and we don't hear from you anymore so we want to make sure that those of you who want the newsletter and who think you're subscribed are in fact getting it particularly if you are on our news list. If you're on the events list certainly you can check with us as well but this is a major issue on the news list we've had multiple email addresses that have been bouncy balls since we changed newsletter services recently so please check with us if you think you aren't getting mail and should be we'll be happy to help you out of course we'd be happy to get in touch with some of you but we can't because we can't send emails to those email addresses they're bouncing so please get in touch with us so we'll be happy to help you out so as we alluded to earlier Black Friday is coming up, as is the craziness that is holiday shopping. And for those of you, particularly internationally, we have a treat. (laughs) And it will also affect those of you in the States. So we just want to give you a heads up. This has not happened yet. So don't freak out on us. We will let you know when this is a full-fledged thing on mysticaccess.com. But it hasn't happened yet. We're just giving you a heads up of what's going on.
1: Right. We're in the process of shipping to some countries outside of the U.S. So this has been a long time coming. It's a long time that we've wanted to do it and things are starting to happen. It's not an easy thing to do because you want to make sure that you can obviously ship and print out your labels and stuff like that. What we're going to do is ship to a select few countries outside the U.S. and see how that works out for us. There are still some things that we need to iron out before doing that.
0: And we are planning to get this ready for you guys by that U.S. Thanksgiving week. So by the time Black Friday gets here, here in the States, we hope that this will be ready for you guys. That is our plan. We're pushing hard to make that a reality So if you want to get goodies from us internationally for Christmas or for whatever holidays you celebrate, that we'll have the time and the ability to get that stuff to you.
1: Currently, something has changed a little bit because of the shipping implementation that we're currently using. All orders within the United States, if they're $35 or more, you do get free shipping. However, when you are checking out, you also get other options. So you might get Fastest. And you might get most economical. So fastest might be FedEx. It might be UPS. It might be USPS. So previously, we've stuck to USPS because it was the easiest solution. Now, moving forward, we will have other carrier options as well. So if you want something, for example, that is FedEx and you want it overnight, you can do that but that will not be included in the free shipping. So if you want it faster than the free shipping option, then you would be paying that.
0: So let's say you want to buy our baby speaker, for instance, and you want to buy Voice Dream Writer. You can buy the digital download version of Voice Dream Writer, and you can buy baby speaker, and that's over $35. So it will ship to you for free. So it's a combination of hardware and digital downloads. That's no problem. That counts towards your $35 purchase.
1: Currently, the free shipping, $35 total amount, having an option to select a different carrier is currently available. So that will work as of the recording of this podcast. Now that we've talked about shipping, sometimes people ask us, like, how do you do shipping? Like, how does it work? Like, what, what do you have in place to send out my product when I pay for it? And that's a very good question. So we're going to take you behind the scenes a little bit on how this works. So what we do is for most carriers, they need a couple of things from the user. I mean, all carriers, they need a couple of things from the user, unless you're doing a flat rate. But they still need one of the two things from the user. You need weight and you need dimensions. What I do is I have a scale, The Talks. It's one of those food scales that I've used for food preparations, and it has now been commandeered to be the Package Weigher Scale. I have demonstrated it in one of the earlier Mystic Axis podcasts, and we can kind of find that and link to it and let you know more about how this specific scale works. But what we do is we turn it on. Uh and wait we put the package on the scale and that's what we get so what i usually do is i lift the package up and it puts it back to zero and i put the package on again so you kind of get like the best of a couple of ways so that was actually perfect so then what you do is you turn off the scale because it's one pound and 12 ounces or whatever it is. Then you put the scale away and then you measure. How do I do that? I measure it with a talking tape measure. Now this talking tape measure is a tape measure that I've had for 20 years. It's from Cobalt and it works just as wonderful as it did when I bought it 20 years ago. And for those of you that have used this tape measure, you'll understand why it's very sturdily made. It runs on a nine volt that you can't kill. I mean, I think I've only had like four or five nine volts in this thing in 20 years. What we do is we turn it on. Including case, 3 and 3 quarter inches. And it says including case, 3 and 3 quarter inches. So now if I pull the tape measure out and I line up the... eight inches, including case, 8 and 3, 8 inches, including case. So the length is 8 inches and it's including the case. I'm going to do the width now. 5 and the quarter now, I'm going to do the height.
2: Four and five inches in the
1: So that gives us the dimensions that we now pass along to the carrier, and they give us the cost, we pay for it, and it's on its way to the customer. Now, you might ask yourself, why does it say including case or not including case? Let's say that I have something that is smaller than three and three quarter inches. I would not include the case and I would use strictly the tape measure and I could get something that is one inch or an inch and a half or two inches or what have you. So that's why there's two options. Or let's say that you're measuring something from a chair leg to a wall. You'd butt the case up against the wall and then you would include the case in the measurement. The next thing I do that I'm not going to demo is print out the shipping label. And what I have is a printer that is specifically used for printing out shipping labels. What I don't want to do is I don't want to use a full printer that has six or eight shipping labels on it and then accidentally print on the wrong label and then put a blank label on the package and then the customer would never get it.
0: Do you remember the early days when we were shipping? (laughs) <laughs> and we had multiple printer things that you tried in order to make shipping work well.
1: Yeah, and it was terrible. We lost packages because the carrier that we were using, my mail person, would just grab the package and she would do whatever she did with it. it. turned out that the print was so small that they couldn't read it. So the packages are probably up in North Pole somewhere in Santa's workshop.
0: And you may eventually get them for Christmas, but it's not likely. Well, but-
1: could considering that was about four years ago Oh so, well, yeah, yeah
0: exactly so you eventually bought is this your second label printer it is I thought it was and a in...
1: it's a really really nice label printer it's by a company called rollo that's all it is it's a, it's a USB label printer it's not a fancy network printer it's not a fancy you know wireless label printer But what it does, it does well. And I print out the label and take the label and fasten the label onto the package.
0: And speaking of packaging, Chris tends to buy a whole bunch of different packaging supplies. And between envelopes and things like that. But you've got what I call Chris's shipping center. Which is a table with all your crap on it. Tape dispenser. You've got your boxes over there. You've got... All sorts of goodies. The Braille magnets that you guys get when you're first-time customers. Those live over there somewhere. Yes, they do. Speaking of those, we have to thank our friend Gail Smith, who is a fantastic entrepreneur herself and does all our Braille. And she does our Braille magnets as well as the Braille labels that you get on your packages.
1: I thought it was neat. We had a tweet from a customer, and she said, I've bought a lot of stuff from you, but I never purchased a physical shipment. And she goes, the thing that made me smile was that when I grabbed the box out of the envelope, there was a Braille business card on the package. So it's basically a Braille label with Mystic Access contact information. So if you ordered something from us and you can't read the Braille for whatever reason, if you find the Braille on the outside of the package, then you'll know it's from us.
0: Absolutely. So, you've always got some information on the outside of your package. We also send magnets to those of you who are new. We hope you find them. Many of you comment on how much you enjoy having those. So, you can put us on your fridge or wherever you like. So, you will always have our phone number (laughs) and our website address so you can check us out. And we like to offer those little extra things to you guys because we want you to stay in touch and stay connected.
1: Speaking of connected, would you like to be connected by a guide?
0: Well, What does that involve? What am I being guided to do?
1: You're being guided to use your computer. Oh, interesting.
0: Well, that sounds interesting. We have an interesting castle segment for you guys today that will tell you all about what the heck we are actually talking about. So let's go into the castle, shall we? Welcome to the Mystic Access Magic Castle. We are pleased and delighted today to have Mary Jo Berry who is Dolphin Computer Access's US Marketing Manager with us and we are so pleased because we're going to be talking about Dolphin and we're going to be talking specifically about a fairly new product that Dolphin has made available It's software, and I think it has the potential to change and upgrade and enhance the lives of so many people who are perhaps wary of using their computers and all the things that are offered on a computer, generally speaking. So we're going to talk more about that if my statement seems a little cryptic, and we'll discuss more about why that is. So without further ado, MJ, it is such a pleasure to have
3: you. Well, thanks for inviting me. This is exciting. It's my first podcast.
1: Yay!
0: Cool. We're glad you're hanging out with us. Wonderful. So to get us started, I think maybe the best way to begin this, particularly for those here in the States who may not be as familiar, tell us a little bit about Dolphin Computer Access and what you guys do.
3: Well, we're a company that's been around for quite some time, mostly in the UK. We were founded in 1986 and we have an office in Worcester. And we have an office here in the U.S. in New Jersey, and we also have an office in Sweden. And we make products traditionally for people with visual impairments, but also other print disabilities such as dyslexia, any kind of a reading disability where a person might need to have alternative formats to access books, news, instructional materials, things like that.
0: So for those who have perhaps heard of the Supernova screen reader, that is something that can be attributed to you guys and one of the products that perhaps people may be a bit more familiar with here in the States
3: that you've created. Yeah, Supernova is one of our best-in-class products, and we do what we call a family of Supernova products. So we have magnification, magnification and speech, and then we have a full screen reading software. But I think what's really unique about Supernova is that we have an enterprise edition, which we have been very successful in putting into very large corporations so that it's pushed out to client machines and individuals can utilize all the power of supernova ranging from the very beginning level, which is magnification, all the way through to screen reading in it. Really has created an environment of equal access in a lot of these big corporations.
1: The nice thing is that when you start out with supernova, if you're low vision, you can graduate from magnification to magnification with some speech and then a full fledged screen reader if the time should ever come. So that's really nice. You're sticking with one product and one product works seamlessly with itself. Sometimes what people do is they'll cobble together a magnification package and a screen reader package with all of its conflicts and glory. So
3: yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's critical to point out too that that can happen in a single day for some people who are in the throes of losing their vision, they can start out just in the morning using magnification. And then by the end of the day, need a little bit of speech support as their eyes grow tired throughout the day. So it's nice to have options and scaffolds as things change even on a day-to-day basis.
0: Absolutely. And to know that you've got that support when you need it can only help to foster greater confidence, both in using your product, And in knowing that you can have the independence to utilize that product successfully, even as your vision continues to deteriorate. So that's a hugely powerful thing.
3: Yeah, thank you.
0: So what we're primarily talking about today is something kind of in a similar vein because it does foster independence for people. And I mentioned at the beginning of this that one of the things that I think is so powerful about it is it can take someone who is perhaps a very wary computer user or someone who has chosen not to utilize many or any aspects of a computer because they are so intimidated by the vast majority of programs and software and things that you utilize on a computer whether that be your email or your internet browsing or finding ways to entertain yourself online or creating and utilizing a editing documents for home use or work or whatever. And you guys have recently, and you've done things like this in the past, but you've recently created a product that I think is going to be really powerful for so many people in making that
3: their reality. You want to tell us a little bit about GuideConnect? Sure. But before that, I think it's important to again point out what you said about universal design. I mean, you didn't use those words, but I think as Dolphin moves forward or as the world of assistive technology moves forward, I think as producers, we've all taken a step back and say, you know, we started in this thing for people with visual impairments, but how does that play out for a student with dyslexia? Or in the case of Guide Connect, how does that play out for the perhaps aging individual who's not comfortable with technology and maybe has some mild cognitive impairments. So as we as an industry really look at universal design, which is building accessible things for everyone at the beginning and not retrofitting, I think we're creating more and more powerful tools. And God Connect, I agree, is I think it's revolutionary, but I think it's going to be probably the biggest thing Dolphin's ever done because we've created what I think of as a basic digital assistant that talks. And although it was purposefully designed for people with any degree of sight loss, I want to bring that secondary population back in the aging population, which we know makes up a great deal of our population right now, all the boomers who might have some cognitive limitations or just aren't comfortable navigating the Windows desktop and all the little programs and applications. So I think GuideConnect is appropriate for a couple of different what we might call market segments, but its purpose is to just help people with sight loss retain their independence in managing their everyday lives, keep them connected to their family and their friends and their community and leisurely activities like you mentioned, like listening to the radio or reading a book. So it's sort of an all-in-one thing that's very simplified.
0: It is very simplified, and I think that's one of the things that's going to appeal to these various populations and these various market segments. So whether that be a vet who has recently lost his or her sight, or someone who is aging and, as you said, perhaps maybe beginning to have some cognitive limitations, or whatever the case may be, to have that more closed environment that allows you to simply elegantly access the main features that you probably want to use on your computer anyway. Well, what do you want to do? If You're talking to, say, your mom who is aging, and you say, okay, mom, mom's saying she wants a computer. What do you want to do, mom? Well, I want to check email. I want to get an email account and check it. I want to go online, and I may want to send some documents every now and again and create something because I'm trying to write the Great American Novel. Okay, Mom, well, you know, here's something that will simplify that for you hugely because basically the way this system is laid out is you can access it all from a very straightforward main menu that takes you by the hand and guides you through every step you will need to take in order to activate menu items in order to navigate within various menus like for instance an email composing email or applying to an email deleting email so you have all these options right at your fingertips or at your mouse pointer or if you have a touch screen at your fingertips and you can access things simply and without the stress that may come from trying to learn to use a computer that doesn't have a program like this that Will simplify use.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: One of the cool things that I think about Guide Connect, and it's something that we haven't even touched on, and Kim and Mary Jo are talking about computers, but there is a product, Guide Connect product, that allows you to hook a little box up to your TV, and you have the same features and functionality on your TV. So if you're somebody who doesn't want a computer, you can access those same features and functions from your TV and all by a really cool, really small remote control. You can do everything from that remote control.
3: Yeah, and we have other input methods that you can use, along with the allowance of picking a technology that suits you. So I think to sum it up, what we've done with Guide Connect is we've said, look, what are the things people most commonly do using a computer? And we've narrowed it down to a set of menu items that help them accomplish that task. Each menu item is created in exactly the same way so that basically if you learn to do one thing, you can find your way into doing all of the things that Guide Connect offers. We have offered multiple input methods. So if you are doing something that requires text, you can use a keyboard, just a keyboard, or a mouse, or a touch screen, or voice dictation, like you mentioned, using our remote control. And you can pick the technology that's most comfortable for you, whether it's a simple tablet with a touchscreen, a desktop computer, a laptop computer. And for those who just are allergic to computers, they can just use their television with a little box that is similar to what people might be familiar with, like a Roku or an Apple TV box. So, it's really a mini computer that hooks to your TV, and then you do everything via the remote control, which is super cool.
0: It is super cool. It's very intuitive. It's got very, I want to say exclusive. I don't know if exclusive is quite the word I want, but they are kind of exclusive buttons for making sure you can accomplish each task. Like, there's a button for voice dictation. (laughs) There are buttons for the cursor cross and you've got all these different buttons that will allow you to move you through the screen simply, easily, and that is an input option. And the cool thing is no matter which of these systems you're using, you've got these multiple input options. So you've got various ways to do things based on your comfort level.
1: And the nice thing too is you don't have to ever see or touch or interact with the Windows desktop. You can have it set up so that when you turn on your computer, your in guide connect. When you shut down Guide Connect, your computer computer shuts down. It goes away.
3: Yeah, I think that's one of the most important messages, particularly for that aging population who tend to get lost. We don't even have to have them open Guide Connect. It can just, every time they turn their computer on, they're limited to these seven choices and can navigate through those without being overloaded.
0: Some people may also be interested in knowing that in terms of entertainment options that are available to you, you can read your books, including your BARD books, straight from your GuideConnect, which is very cool. So if you have NFB Newsline, if you have Bookshare, if you have CNIB or RNIB or any of these services, you have the ability to access most of that content utilizing your GuideConnect. And you can do so very simply. All you have to do is log in once to your service of choice, and then you have the ability to access any of your books. And you have the ability to speed them up just like you would on other devices or to move chapter to chapter, navigate easily, and you've got that. So if that is something that you're looking for another device, in addition to being able to check your mail, navigate the Internet, etc., you have the ability to do so easily and seamlessly.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's a huge leap for mankind not getting tapes in the mail anymore you literally have one-click access to your newspapers they're delivered to you on whatever the periodical schedule is for that newspaper periodical and then books you can load up to 50 books inside guide connect so really no limit and no walking to the mailbox but something that we don't talk about as frequently as we probably should here in the U.S. is how many languages are available in Guide Connect and how many worldwide libraries we're connected to. I think we're approaching 30 plus languages, and I know that we've just partnered with an organization in Mexico, a Spanish book library that we'll be announcing soon. But we really have access to an amazing amount of print repositories. So it's pretty cool.
0: It is pretty cool. So if you have English as a second language or if you speak other languages and you want to access periodicals from those countries, you have the ability to easily do so. Because you've got, like you said, a world, an international variety of libraries at your fingertips that you can access.
1: Not only can you read printed material in your books, in your magazines, but you can scan your mail with a scanner or a yep. camera as well. So all of those bases are covered.
3: Yep. And I think that's for the technically more advanced person who's used to using OCR, but it's in there. So you can use as little or as much as you want with Guide Connect, depending on your technical aptitude.
0: Absolutely. You could have somebody go in, set up your email, put in your book service or services of choice, and let you go and play. (laughs) And then you would have access to some of these basic features. And then if you choose to advance, great. If you choose to not use any of the rest of it, fine. You've got the opportunity to use strictly as much or as little as you want. But the whole thing that I think is so powerful is right there in the name. It's Dolphin Guide Connect because you're being guided through every piece of the process. So at any point, if you're feeling stressed out, you're going to have verbal and visual guidance on the screen that says... This is what you're supposed to do next. So if you forget or you're confused or you're a little overwhelmed, not sure where you are, you always have the ability to use key commands or touch screen or these various ways of moving through your menus or of knowing where you are and what you're instructed to do to get from point A to point B.
3: That's right. I think another aspect to look at is our partnership with iHeartRadio. Yes. So they're the largest radio station network in the world. And so we have a variety of radio stations for you to choose from. You simply say where you're located, which state, and you have a dozen different radio stations within that state you can choose from. But I really like listening to outlaw radio from Texas occasionally. So It gives you access to a lot of the other iHeart streaming radio stations across the country. And even internationally, there are international stations that you can tune into. So that's another great feature. That's super nice.
0: I think particularly for those people who are newer to the internet and have not had the ability to browse essentially with the world right there at their fingertips. And they don't really know as much about what is out there and how much they can access. To be able to go and access, say, you're in California or you're in New York and you want to access something in Texas, for instance, a station, to have that ability is so cool. And if you've not had that before, if you've never been able to see just how much is out there, and let's say your home state's Texas and you're living in Vermont or Massachusetts or somewhere far away, you can access something from home no matter where you are in the country. And I think that's so fun for so many people. And obviously, radio is just one example of that but to have that ability to be entertained and find enjoyment and stress relief from something that you could not otherwise access is a very, very fun thing.
3: Yeah, and it's simple. I mean, I've streamed radio stations before on my phone while I'm in my car. I'm from Chicago, so I miss one of my local radio stations living here in Phoenix, but it's kind of a complicated process, even for someone who's sighted and pretty technically savvy. So, to have it simplified is nice for everyone. Again, it's that universal design principle. Absolutely.
1: My mother, who's fully sighted, I haven't showed her this, but if you put her in front of a computer, she would probably run the other way screaming because she wouldn't know where to go. And something like this, something like Guide Connect would assist her even in feeling more comfortable because there's not a thousand things hitting you at one time and you're not confused and it's really such a good thing.
3: Yeah. I hope AARP is listening because they don't answer their emails, but you're exactly right. I think that is my goal. My secondary population is definitely that tech apprehensive crowd because you really can't get lost with Guide Connect.
0: No, and you can always easily, easily get back to that main menu. You only have, with Guide Connect about half a dozen keystrokes that you need to know. And four of those are arrow keys. <laughs> so, right. I mean, you know, there's not a lot that you need to worry about to get you from point A to point B. Your learning curve is very, very simple when you're getting started. And because the prompts that you get if you're listening to the speech prompts are repetitive and they're telling you this is what you're supposed to do every time you land on something, You're going to get used to it fairly quickly, and it's going to become easier. So I'd say within a week or so of use, you're probably going to begin feeling quite comfortable with it, depending on how frequently you use it, so it becomes kind of second nature. Okay, to get from here to here, I do this. And you can also use first letter navigation. always like to point that out to people. So if you're in your main menu and you want to get somewhere easily, you can press the first letter of that, and you can get there even faster. So you've got options.
3: Yeah, I've heard that after a week or so, people actually pull back the speech support because we have it set as a default to give you audio prompts as you go through so that you're not ever lost and you can always find your way out. But as you become adept at navigating around, it can be literally too much. So I know that that's a common practice that I've been hearing lately. Like I had to scale it back, which is perfect. You know, that's what scaffolds are for to give you as much as you need or not at all.
1: So I know that we've been talking about the ease of use. Is there a way that people can download either a trial or can they download audio documentation?
3: Well, it's funny you should ask that. People can download a 30-day trial, really, of anything that Dolphin makes. We want people to give it a try, make sure that they are going to be able to use it, or if you're an assessor, that your client's going to be able to use it. So we always have 30-day trials. And we are just so happy to announce that Mystic Access have just completed our audio tutorials, which will be available within the Guide Connect product. It will be located on the yourdolphin.com website as well as the mysticaccess.com website. So thank you, guys. You did such a wonderful job. We can't wait to get them up there and get them in the product, which will be very shortly, I think. Well, by the time this comes out. Right. Exactly.
1: So just so that people are aware, there will be three modules or three different tutorials. And the first two are getting started tutorials and they take you through some of the basics of guide connect the third one in typical mystic axis fashion kim can't see the forest for the trees
0: (laughs) they wound me up and let me go it's always a scary thing
1: yes so there will be a full audio tutorial on guide connect That's going to take you from installing the product to using the product in pretty much every single aspect.
4: Yeah,
0: pretty much every fashion. I mean, there are probably a couple of things that we don't touch on as much. But generally, anything you want to do or at least learn where to find it and how to get started, it's all going to be in there. The first couple, like Chris was saying, are more basics for getting started. So you're showing and you're experiencing some of the main things you want to do. Well, how do I start it and stop it? Okay, well that's good to know. How do I use the radio? How do I use email? How do I move through these various menus? So, that's a lot of what the first couple are. That's only a little over half an hour's worth of material for those two modules. And then the bigger one is going to be quite a bit more extensive than that in terms of the length and duration of the documentation. But we're really excited to be part of this because, as we've been saying throughout, this has the potential to impact so many people, particularly some of you who are listening to this podcast. If you're feeling intimidated, if every day you turn on your computer is a stressor for you because you're like, there's just so much here, it may be something that you would seriously like to utilize. And for those interested in knowing something about this, there are various voices that you can access as part of Guide Connect as well. So you're not stuck with one voice. It's not like if you have an assistant like an ALEXA or a Google Assistant where you have one voice or a couple voices. You've got several that you can choose from. So if that matters to you, you also have different magnifications, of course. So you have the ability to have this meet you where you are and then either advance, utilize the program for more and more of what it offers, Or you can stay strictly with checking your mail and reading your books. You know, if that's what you want to do, awesome. Go for it. So hopefully the documentation will be that catalyst to have a friendly voice in your ear and show you some of the things that are available to help you to get started and begin easily moving through the already very simple interface and getting to know some of what's here. That's kind of where I felt that our job was to make sure that you had easy access to friendly instruction that would say, this is how you do it, and here's what you're going to hear. So if you want to follow along with me, and I usually encourage people to do so, if you want to use your own copy of Guide Connect to follow along and see what's going on and make sure that yours is responding like mine is, or take a little tour with me, you have the ability, or you can just listen first and just get confident in knowing this is what's going to happen when I do this. I think that's the power of
1: documentation. I do too. So, we're going to insert a sample of Guide Connect so that people can hear what Guide Connect is all about.
0: Let's talk a bit about how to navigate now that you are in Guide Connect. You may remember from earlier that at the top of Guide Connect we have
2: Emails one of eleven.
0: And I just used my control key to silence speech. If you want to move through these menu items you use your up and down arrow. So email is your first category of menu items that you can access. So this would include things like setting up your email accounts and when you've done that things like sending an email or reading your current email. Let's see what other items we have in the menu and I'm not going to show you all of them just a couple. So I'm going to down arrow.
2: Letters and documents. 2 of 11, to read and write letters and documents. Select this option.
0: And notice that the speech tells you what you can do within this category. So to write letters and documents and to find out what's in your documents currently, you can go into letters and documents. If I want to get back to my email, I can up arrow.
2: Emails, 1 of 11.
0: And I just use control to silence speech. So if you want to move through the various categories of items in your menu, you will use up and down arrow. But let's say you wanted to go into letters and documents. I'll down arrow to reach it. Or if I want to, from anywhere on the main menu, I can press the letter L.
2: Letters and documents, 2 of 11.
0: And I'm going to press enter.
2: Documents, there are four options. Recent documents, one of four. To open a list of documents you have recently viewed, select this option
0: and now once again if I want to find out what other options are available here within this sub menu I can use up and down arrow to move through the options available if I want to go into my recent documents I can press enter here but let's say I don't let's say well I don't really wanna be in here at all I wanna go back to the main menu to do that you can press escape
2: main menu there are 11 options emails One of 11.
0: And notice that you're taken back to the top of the main menu. So rather than being on letters and documents, I'm now back at the top of the menu, which is email. So to move through items on the main menu, you'll up and down arrow to reach the item of interest to you. If you wish to select items within an item's submenu, for instance letters and documents, and let's say you want to move to your recent documents, you'll press enter to go into letters and documents, and then enter again to go into recent documents, etc. So you'll move into these various submenus utilizing your enter key. If you wish to back up a level, you will press escape. So escape is essentially like a back button. If you want to use your remote control, to navigate the main menu. You will use the top and bottom of your circular cursor cross and these buttons behave the same way as your arrow keys do if utilizing a keyboard.
2: Letters and documents, websites, scanner and camera, 4 of 11.
0: And I'm just using the bottom of my cursor cross to move down. If I want to select something I'll use the select or OK button in the center of my cursor cross.
2: Scanner and camera, there are four options scanner, one of four. To use the scanner select this option.
0: And if I want to back out of these options, I'll use the back button on my remote control which behaves the same way as the escape button does utilizing a keyboard. The back button is a small rectangular button just under the cursor cross. It's on the left hand side of your remote directly under the bottom of the round cursor cross.
2: Main menu, there are eleven options Emails.
0: And I'm back at the top of the main menu.
3: Yeah, and after listening to them, I'm confident people can get up and running after listening to only the sixteen minute basic one. I mean, Guide Connect is just not that hard to learn. No. Nope. But you know, as you grow in usage and you wanna do more intricate things, of course we have support for that as well.
0: Absolutely. And you've got tools and support built directly into the product too, which is very
1: nice. Sure. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. We really appreciate it. If you can give us contact information for the listeners, that would be most appreciated.
3: You can download Guide Connect at www.yourdolphin.com and try it for 30 days, along with any other dolphin product there. So I encourage you to do that. If you'd like to reach out personally, I'm always available. My email is mj@yourdolphin.com. Thanks for having me, everyone. Thank you so very much. Thanks, MJ. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye
1: now.
0: Bye. Thank you for your visit to the Mystic Access Magic Castle. You're welcome anytime. We hope you found that to be fascinating. We're very excited about this collaboration, and we will provide more information for you when we have it. So definitely stay tuned. Speaking of providing you more information, as we've been mentioning through this whole podcast, specials and sales and good things like that are coming up. So if you are not on our news list and you want to know, stay tuned to the website, our news page, Will feature all the Black Friday excitement as soon as we post it. If you are on the newsletter list, you will also receive it as soon as we post it because you will get it in a newsletter. So stay tuned. We'll try to get that out several days in advance of Black Friday and Giving Tuesday and Small Business Saturday and all the things we do that weekend. So please do stay tuned for that information and stay tuned to the podcast feed because we're going to have an extra bonus podcast goodie tossed in in a few days that may provide you a little pre-black friday discount so stay tuned for that
1: thank you everybody
4: bye bye the preceding podcast is a presentation of mystic access where the magic is in learning If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com have a question or wish to place an order via phone, call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mystic access and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mystic access empower would you like to spread the word about our podcasts your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com if you enjoy our episodes consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.